Street veteran Bernard Madoff has been arrested and charged with running a $50 billion Ponzi scheme. Congress wants to know what caused the Enron meltdown. Now, well, the collective rage currently is focused on WorldCom. Tyco CEO Dennis Kozlowski was convicted of looting hundreds of millions of dollars. This is one of the biggest fraud cases ever. Their president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. Find out more on this week's episode of White Collars, Red Hands. Nicknames are something that follow us throughout our lives. Sometimes for stupid reasons. Some nicknames are about personal traits, like ears or dusty. You think people are getting called dusty because they're actually dusty? Yeah, because they're gross, like they're dirty. Mm Mm-hmm. What what else would why else would they be called Dusty? Just I think it's short for Dustin. I don't know. But that's fine. Not always. Okay. Um what what would you think if someone was called the Queen of Mean? What would that tell you about that person? Well, the woman that we are highlighting in our, on our show today was called just that Leona Helmsley, part ruler of the Helmsley Hotel Empire, earned this nickname and for good reason. What did she do? Find out on this week's episode of White Collars, Red Hands. I've never stayed at a Helmsley Hotel. What the hell is that? Because they owned a lot of hotels and then they had one hotel called the Helmsley Palace Hotel. Okay, I'm just saying it's like Helmsley Empire. You should put your name on that, okay? It's like Paris Hilton. I know why she's famous. Dude, she looks just like her mom. Because when I was doing research for this, because the Helmsleys and the Hiltons were like this. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. And I saw a picture of Paris's mother. Holy shit, they've got the same face. Really? Yeah. That's because Paris could just pay for whatever face she wanted. She probably just chose her mom's. That's fair. She's like, you know, give me that one. I want my mom's face. That's the one I like. Give me that. Her mom's very pretty. I'm sure. She's an heiress. I feel Not all heiresses are pretty. Higher likelihood. No. Absolutely. Absolutely not. Because you can pay for all the stuff, man. Okay. They can they can make you anything you want nowadays. Are then you got, you got enough money? Then what happened to the British monarchy? What you mean like you Busted mean now? Ass. Well, that's because the British are ugly chic. They they make <laughs> they make ugly fashionable. But in America, if you're an heiress in America and you're ugly, are you even an heiress? Not to America. Well, on that note, welcome back to another episode of White Collars, Red Hands. I'm Kishan. And I'm Nina. And today we are going to be talking about Leona Helmsley or Leona Helmsley, however you want to say it, but everybody was saying Leona. So. Uh, the only other Leona I know is Leona Lewis. She did Bleed in, bleed in Love. She you know? sure so, did. So that's my only that point is, of reference. So yeah. I'm going with Leona. That's fine. It's tomato, tomato, Leona, Leona. I did not like that song. I played on my uh, middle school crush's MySpace page when I landed on there. Which that's, You were ooh, bleeding love because that, you didn't get to get with her. We dated for a little bit. So, oh. got it. Um, God, that's one of the first sentences I've said in a while where I feel old. That played on my crush's MySpace page. When yeah, I that, that dated you. That's an old person statement. That is an old person oh, statement. Oh, God damn. Damn, Kishan, you're old. Get in there. Leona Helmsley was born to Polish immigrants and didn't grow up very wealthy. Her family lived in Manhattan. And living in Manhattan, and even though they weren't very rich, her mother really wanted the, her daughters to be 
like fancy, even though they weren't fancy. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Um, she wanted them to be she was, ladies. She was an asshole. Yes. Yeah. So Leona learned about high society and her mother made sure she knew how to be a lady. Sent her to like charm school? Kind of ish. Helmsley was said to be good at school, especially English, but she didn't feel like school was going to help her and get where she wanted to in life. And she ended up dropping out of high school. She claims that she did end up going to college. I don't know how without a high school degree, but there's no actually no record of her ever going to school. She could have got her GED. I guess. You know. I guess. This maybe. was like the 40s. Yeah, so this is when going to college costs like a, like a button. A, a nickel. Yeah. A wink and a yeah. smile. You just had to like kiss the dean on the cheek and he'd be Ooh. like, mm, you minx. Ew. Get into history class. That is how it went. That's yeah, probably. Gross. Okay. So Leona Helmsley changed her name multiple times. She was actually not born Leona Helmsley. She was actually born Lena Rosenthal. Ugh. But when she changed her name, she changed it first to Lee Roberts, then Mindy Roberts, and then and Lenny Roberts. And then she finally ended up going with Leona Mindy Roberts. Helmsley is her married name. Oh, my God. This is an identity crisis, not seen the likes of since John Cougar Mellencamp. He was John Mellencamp, and then he was John Cougar, and then he changed his name to John Cougar Mellencamp. But she did the same thing, just it's combined like, all three of them together. It's like Prince, and then the artist formerly known as Prince. Well, that's worse, because he changed his name to a legit, unpronounceable symbol. That's true. You know, it's like, okay, we get it. You're different. <laughs> but give me something I can pronounce. You're fun. Give me something I can pronounce. Um, Leona did not want a modest lifestyle. She wanted to be rich and to live extravagantly. She also claims that she modeled for a cigarette company back in the day. Um, she was a big time smoker. She would smoke several packs a day. But there's, again, no proof. She lies a lot. There's a lot of things in her past that are very hard to determine whether or not it's true because she would lie about it all the time. Um, so I'll talk a little bit more about what she lied about. She got married at the age of 18 to 28-year-old Leo, and I have a very hard time pronouncing his name, Penzerier. I think that's how you say it. I thought it would be French, like Panzerier. Ah, that's probably what it is. Ponzerier. Ponzerier. This is what we're going with. He was a lawyer and he made good money. The couple had one son named Jay. Um, they ended up divorcing in 1952. She then married a man named Joseph Lubin, who was in the garment industry. What? <laughs> Lubin. <laughs> Lubin up. Yeah. I was like, I can't believe you didn't think about that already. Lubin That's, a hilarious. That's a, a hilarious last name. Oh, I'm just over here Lubin. Just Joseph Lubin. <laughs> Joseph Lubin. Oh, always. Always Lubin. That's what he's known for. Ah. Uh, gross um her and lubin were married and divorced two times yeah he, he was a slippery guy you <laughs> can't hold him down can't hold him down he's just always <laughs> that's joseph lubin what are you gonna do <laughs> he's slick though i tell you what maybe it's lubin he's smooth no no for the purposes of this podcast it's lubin it's most definitely lubin oh boy Honestly, okay, so they got married and divorced twice. I always think it's so weird when people get married for the second time. What, to the same person? Yeah. Yeah, Call yeah. It like done, dude. Yeah, like they got married, divorced, married, and then divorced. And I know people personally who have done this. 
It's so weird to me. So if she takes half the house the first time, does she just get the whole thing the next time? Yeah, I think so. I think that's how that works. That's how it works. I don't see why not. Rough. Why would you like cut it in half again? He gets half of the half, so he just has a quarter then. What what does divorce math look like? I guess is what I'm going at. If you're a divorce lawyer, yeah, or a divorce math, or or a divorce mathematician, then go ahead and let us know. Let us know. Um, but like it's just weird, and I I know it was a long time ago, and like being married was important, but it was also very taboo to get divorced. So like, why wouldn't you just like live together and say you got married again? Yeah, just given to those societal norms. Right. Yeah. Leona found work as a secretary um, for a real estate firm and ended up getting a shot at being a real real estate agent. In 1969, she had become VP at Pease and Eelman, which is a real estate company. And she would sign, she would sell high-end condos and would also rent out high-end condos. She made six figures a year, and that's a really big deal for a woman in the 70s to be making that kind of money. That's, that's a big deal for anyone, I think, in the 1970s, especially a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like... What was the median salary at this time? Definitely far away from six figures, right? Nine thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. So that was in 1970. Yeah, but so six figures is a lot of money. <laughs> they must be in rain, uh, adjusting that for inflation. Oh yeah. Yeah. Interesting. No, because I think that's close to the median salary now, so. That would make sense. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So she was making damn good money. So in 1968, this is when Leona Helmsley meets Harry Helmsley and he would become her future husband. When Harry met Leona. Yes. When Harry met Leona. I wonder how many orgasms she faked. Have you seen the movie? No. Oh, she makes an orgasm. That that she's outright, and that's the I'll have what she's having. Yep. Yeah. I know references, but I haven't seen the things. I feel like that's that's what I got. I feel like I've seen when Harry met Sally. It's Billy Crystal, right? Yeah. Yeah. That dweeby looking guy. Yeah. He's such a dweeb looking guy. And then Meg Ryan is so hot. And then it was a Judd Apatow movie before Judd Apatow was making movies. Yeah. You know, they're like weird looking guy. Hot woman. Wait, sorry. I got that confused. That's uh, all of Hollywood ever. That's true. Oh, my bad. That's true. Um, Harry Helmsley was a very successful real estate agent. Um, Harry Helmsley, actually, he was so successful that he bought the Empire State Building in 1961. That's a big building. It's a big building. (laughs) Okay, Harry. Leona, Leona Helmsley claims that Harry Helmsley was begging for her to join his company, but other people remember the story differently. Leona and Mr. Helmsley met at a dinner with other real estate moguls, and his wife wasn't there because she didn't like being at social functions like that. And that's where Leona swooped in. They ended up dancing all night. They ended up talking, you know, communicating back and forth because she want, she wanted to work for him. Mm. Um, he, I mean, I just said he, at this point, I don't know if, actually, yeah, at this point he would have owned the Empire State Building. He owned a lot of other buildings as well. He was a very high profile real estate. I, I figure you're not just going to own the one. No. If it's the Empire State Building, you're not like, yeah, I got, yeah. I got a building. Oh out yeah, of New York. I just like have this one. This is the only like, one. Oh yeah, what what kind of building? You're like that one. That one. It's the biggest one, actually. <laughs> uh, so yeah, doing pretty so good. Oh mine. Doing pretty good. What do you think about lubing that up? <laughs> 
Too big. Too big. Too big. Sometimes it can be too big. Um, so she like dances with him. Hee hee hoo hoo ha ha. Gets in his little brain. And he ends up hiring her and she gets a job with Helmley, Helmsley at one of his brokerage firms and she became a senior president. Not right away, but worked her way up there. A senior president? We got one of those too. Ha! The two dated secretly while his wife had no idea. People say that Helmsley was not a, was not super experienced with women, even though he was married. And that's why Leona was able to swoop him up. He fell for the age-old trick. Attention. Well, and that is 100% accurate because he <laughs> ended up ending his 33-year marriage to be with her. Oh, man. Boy's old then, too. Yeah, he's old. Ooh. She's older by this point, too. Yeah, but... But he's like... I don't know exactly what their age difference was, but like when they met and got married, he was old. Okay, I was and just like he's she, he's noticeably her, her senior though. Like you can tell, it's maybe like, yeah, fifteen that, years. That's that's a good amount. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was born in 1909, so oh. yeah, so like eleven years. Yeah. So not a huge age difference for. Yeah, they're both actually pretty old, right? Because this is like. Yeah, but she looked really good. Okay, this is the 60s, so she's like. 40s late 40s right or is this the 70s we're like creeping into the 70s so she's getting up there to 50 yeah okay but he is like he's 60 getting up there to 60 yeah. he's or, or he already is 60 okay by this point um but he looked like an old guy but she looked she looked young up until like she was about to die um so she looked really good Okay. So that's, I mean, I wasn't surprised. And then I saw a picture of his wife and she looked like an old lady. So I could, I kind of got uh, why, like. like vuh, 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 ma, ooga, ooga, yeah. Ooh. And honestly, yeah. if this had not been the seventies or like late sixties, early seventies, she would have looked even better because her hair, she wouldn't have had that weird haircut. She had that like grandma haircut. Okay. But she was still hot. You know what I mean? Okay. I mean, I'm imagining a haircut. I'm sure it works. It's like the grandma haircut. Okay. But. I don't know what that is. <laughs> this one. Oh, that wasn't what I was thinking, but yes. She's got that uh, Ghislaine Maxwell look about her. Yeah, she does kind of look like <laughs> Ghislaine Maxwell. She does. Um, but you were talking about her giving him attention, and that is exactly what she gave him. She would throw I throw a I'm just wild about Harry party for her husband every single year fucking kill me if my partner did that for me i would fucking eat that shit up i love attention i hate this i would die I violently hate this if i had a boyfriend or a husband and he was like can i have an i'm wild about nina party would you come to it <laughs> you say to me i'm asking you fuck no why so i'd probably come but i wouldn't want to be there you know, but it'd be free food and booze. That's why I'd come, but then I'd be like, "This is kind of disgusting." Not to celebrate me? No, you can celebrate people and not like, like, ugh. Why does why do people feel the need to be such the center of attention? I hate my own birthday because of that. No one is special, basically, is what I'm getting at. And this is wow. a fucking this is a fucking lie. Kashan, God made you this special, and He loves you just the way you are. Shut the fuck up. That's from Veggie Tales. If if I want to hear this, I'd fucking go to those people that stand on the subway handing out pamphlets. <laughs> okay? I don't want it. Not the pamphlets. 
violently. They're I'm violently gonna, handing out pamphlets. I'm gonna, next time I see them, I'm going to be like, my. I have a friend who really needs to hear this message, and then I'm going to bring it to you. I've always, like, I've always been just waiting for them to say something to me, but they don't. They just sit there in silence with their stupid little pamphlets. Well, they don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know why they don't. Like proselytize? Yeah, proselytize. I don't know why they don't do that. They just like probably stand start, there. Probably because they would start shit. Yeah. And they don't have a lot of backbone. And they also don't know enough about Je- their like, Jehovah's Witness shit to like back it up. Oh, yeah. The, oh, those are Jehovah's Witnesses? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They're even crazier. No birthday. Yeah. Maybe you should become a Jehovah's Witness. You don't celebrate holidays. If it gets out no of go- one is going to be giving you attention. If it gets attention. out of going to an I'm crazy about Nina day, then I would think about it. Because that sounds painful. Well, Kashan has a newfound religion, everyone. The Helmsleys were also tied. This is just this is just fun, fun little thing. The Helmsleys were closely tied with politicians. Leona had very close ties with the Filipino and Panama politicians, like the dictators. She was friends with them. It's weird. Okay. Just random and weird. Um, although Harry Helmsley was highly regarded in the real estate world. Leona Helmsley had shady business practices. Oh, she sold those outside umbrellas for patios? Yeah. Yeah. She lost. Oh, I get it. Shady, huh? She lost her real estate license because she was forcing tenants to purchase condos when they just wanted to rent. She was like swindling them into buying them. She lost her license. Oh, so she must have been doing it in an illegal way. Because mm-hmm. I was like, isn't that what they're trying to do anyway? So I think that she was also, I think in those situations, they were just supposed to be renting. And she like wrote somehow like. like change the paperwork or something. Change the paperwork to like make it so that they were buying it. And they ended up, um, so they ended up going to court for that. And she ended up losing her license. And then she had to grant them all three year leases. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, that's what you get. I wish I had a three-year lease. I wouldn't be moving right now. Get wrecked. Now you lost your license, and all you have is an extremely rich husband who can still take care of you, so you face no repercussions. Absolutely. Gotcha. Um, And honestly, that her getting in trouble for that was kind of the catalyst of what got them into the hotel business. Um, And after that happened, Harry Helmsley, he started focusing, um, shifting his focus to hotels. In 1980, they opened the Helmsley Palace Hotel, which is ultimately what brought them down. In ads, Leona was portrayed as a queen, and the slogan was, the only palace in the world where the queen stands guard. Because she was always at the hotel. Oh my god, I fucking I hate this lady. And I don't even have enough reason yet, but I fucking hate this lady. Oh, just wait. You're going to hate her even more. She sucks. Um, Leona was known to have a very explosive demeanor. There's a story about how she was dining at the hotel restaurant and she ordered a low-calorie tuna sandwich for her and her guest. Gross. And upon taking a bite, she didn't like it. And she threw a fit in the restaurant and was screaming and cussing at the server. When the other guests saw this, they asked how such a how such a guest could be let into the restaurant. And then they were informed that the guest was Leona Helmsley. And from then on, she was sat away from guests when she dined at her own restaurant. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's awful. Also, in what world are you going to enjoy a low-calorie tuna sandwich? No world. No world. You it's ordered going to be yucky. You ordered what is basically a shit sandwich. Just shut up and eat it. Yeah. Tuna salad isn't great. I don't like it. 
I like tuna salad, but if you're making a low calorie tuna salad, like like specifically, you're like, let's take this thing and make it worse. Yeah. Don't expect to like it. Yeah, no. And then there's this other story about how she was getting tea and there was a drop of water on like the the, the tea saucer. saucer. And when the like server came and put it down and she saw that there was water on it, she like threw it on the floor and shattered it and then made him pick it up and beg her for his job back. I'd hit her. I'll be like, I'll go to prison instead. Yeah. I already I already lost my job. What She's else? Awful. What else can I lose today? She was con she would constantly fire people. It was she was just she was awful. She was awful. Um her employees would often warn each other when she was around because she was so horrible to work for. And this also bled into her personal life. She was a real bitch to her family. She refused to go to her sister's funerals because of the grudges she held from childhood. Granted, we don't know what happened, but that's pretty shitty. She she ate the last cookie. All right. Fucking I'm not going to her fucking funeral. Oh, maybe huh? she should have thought about that before she ate my chocolate chip cookie. That little chocolate chip loving bitch. She can have as many as she wants in fucking hell. Fuck you, Greta. <laughs> Damn. She's the queen of mean. She is the queen of mean. That's how she acts. Her son, this is really bad. So her son, Jay, died at the age of 40 in 1982. He had, um, he went into cardiac arrest, which then turned into an arrhythmia. Mm. And then. Um, All the stress of dealing with his mom. Yeah. Well, so this is, I didn't include this, but now I'm going to. So they were actually estranged for a really long time, her and her son, probably because she's a bitch. And. In 1973, her and Harry were at their penthouse in Palm Beach, and they had an intruder, and the intruder stabbed them both um, and stabbed them, like, pretty bad. They got Harry in the arm, but they punctured her lung. And, um, like, after that, they were with bodyguards all the time for a really long time. But when that happened, that kind of rekindled the relationship between her and her son. So that's why this next part is interesting. Um, so he died in 1982. When her son died, she evicted his wife and children out of the home that they were living in because um, they were living in a home that the Helmsleys owned. And so she evicted her daughter-in-law and her grandchildren and then sued his estate for like over $100,000 because he allegedly owed her money. And she won. She won that case. Huh. So she just has no scruples, mm -mm. is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Leona defends herself with these actions by saying that she felt like her daughter-in-law was not taking good enough care of her son or that she wasn't taking care of him properly after he got sick. She threatened her daughter-in-law saying that if she didn't properly take care of her son, that she would end up with nothing. And in Leona's words, that's not a threat. That's a promise. Okay. But you also kicked those kids out of a house. Mm-hmm. You but should, then also, think about that. well, but then you also have to think there's a drop of water on a saucer and you're throwing it on the ground. Your tuna salad sandwich doesn't taste right. And you're swearing at people like what's not taking good enough care of my son. Yeah. You know what I mean? Died, basically, like, it's like, all relative. Poor Mimi. That was his wife's name. Mimi. Oh, man. What a name. Yeah. Although the Helmsleys were super wealthy, their net worth being over a billion dollars, they were super cheap and difficult to deal with. Uh, these are the worst people. Yeah. 
Um, when they had $8 million worth of renovations to their home in 1983, this included a dance floor, a silver clock, and a mahogany card table. They then did not pay the contractors. The contractors ended up suing them for the money, and they did end up getting paid. Um, but it has been said that Donald Trump has done this before to people who have done work for him as well. And I think it's kind of common for this sort of thing to happen, that you hire a small contractor who can't afford to take you to court, and then you screw them out of their money, which is so shitty. Just what a terrible way to get your reputation. Well, you it's know? just ridiculous it's like- because it's like... You have a billion dollars. You have a billion dollars. You're worth a billion dollars. First of all, if you don't want to pay for $8 million of renovations in your home, then don't get it done. Oh, yeah. What a crazy idea. Because I don't know. you don't need that mahogany card table, you fucking asshole. Or a dance floor. I've never lived anywhere with a dance floor. Also, I don't know if you know this. It's crazy. It's just like if you see a floor... You could dance on it. That could be a dance floor. We could have a dance floor right here. This is a dance floor right now. I could tear it up. I mean, don't. We're doing something. But, you know, yes. So you didn't need to pay for one. No. Any floor. That's a dance floor. Absolutely not. But although their life seemed sunny and bright, trouble was on the horizon. In 1983, the Helmsley Palace Hotel budget was $20 million more than projected. To build it? No. So they were like, this is our budget for the year, and they went $20 million over. Oh, how? <laughs> well, investors were asking the same thing. How? And they hired in private investigators to figure out what was going on. It was clear that there were expenses that were being made that didn't line up with what the hotel actually needed. Personal clothes were being personal clothes were being charged as uniforms for employees. No, no, no. All of our employees wear Louis Vuitton. It's 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 about elevating the experience. If you actually knew what you were talking about, you know it was Louis Vuitton. I'm not going to say it all dumb like that. And not Louis Vuitton. I'm not going to say that the French don't don't get words in America. I'm sorry. Huh. I'm sorry. <laughs> they get fries and they get dressing. That's all oh, they get in dressing. America. French dressing. Oh. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What about onion dip? What? French onion dip. Oh, French onion soup? Fine. They get dip. The, I've never seen French onion dip. I've only seen French onion soup. I'm sorry. Idiot. Anyways. That was a bit aggressive. Me? An idiot? I didn't mean it. Isn't that the pot calling the kettle an idiot? All right? Fuck you. Uh, She also made 10 jewelry purses. Leona. She. Leona. Of course. Made 10 million. (laughs) Oh, you fucking idiot. How could you? (laughs) I can't talk. Okay, so she also made... 10 jewelry purchases that totaled $485,000, which would have been $40,000 worth of taxes. But Leona had the jewelry mailed to her out mailed to her out of state to avoid paying taxes. Smart. Smart. Leona was also defrauding investors by receiving over $83,000 a month in consulting fees. There was also evidence of tax evasion and fraud. The Helmsley's executive engineer notes that Leona would want him to sign invoices that were paid to the hotel when he wouldn't, and like 
here are the invoices. She's like, sign it as the hotel. Like say that like the hotel's getting this. And when he wouldn't do it, she would throw his fit and scream at him. One time she, she said to him, she's like, you're not my fucking partner. You'll sign what I tell you to sign. No. <laughs> How's it about? No. Yeah. And those contractors that I was talking about earlier that they didn't want to pay, it was revealed that the contractor's work was actually being billed to their hotels as business expenses. What does that do? Well, so the hotel was paying for it instead of it coming out of their pocket. Oh, because it wasn't on the hotel. It was on their ho- Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was on their personal home. One of their homes. Okay. They had yeah. multiple homes. This was on their Connecticut home. And they were billing the hotel instead oh. of like it coming out of their personal okay. account. They were indicted, Harry and Leon of Helmsley, were indicted on fraud charges and extortion by Rudy Giuliani. He was the the DA of New York, right? Long he time. Was, he was. They pled not guilty. Harry Helmsley evaded trial because of health issues, and they said that because of his mental capacity that he wasn't fit to stand trial. He was into his 80s at this point, um, and he... Normally, I I'm like I call bullshit. I call bullshit. But he actually was having health problems leading up to this point, and they were like, he's not fit to stand trial. Oh, so it's not like uh, what was it? Erica was it Erica Jane's mm-hmm. husband that we yeah, who was like, I have dementia. Yeah, and he was the, the, the Tom weird. um Girardi. Oh yeah, Girardi. Girardi. Tom Girardi. Yeah, yeah. Tom Girardi was like, oh, I've got dementia, and it was like, mm, you don't have dementia. But this guy, I'm like, okay, you had a track record, track record of like actually having heart issues. So like, fine. Yes, I, I guess you still should get in trouble. Um, Donald Trump actually, when all this was happening, he wrote Leona Helmsley a letter and called her out for being a shitty employer and real estate agent. And that is also the pot calling the kettle a bad boss. Mm-hmm. In court, it was found out that Leona illegally billed over $4 million to her businesses to avoid paying taxes. One of the most incriminating things that was brought to court was a conversation that was between Leona and one of her housekeepers. The, housekeepers cl- the housekeeper claims that Leona said, we don't pay taxes, only the little people pay taxes. Oh my God, she sucks, dude. Yeah. Leona claims that this sentence was taken out of context. She So there's two things that have happened. First, she said, I never said it. She like denied, 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 denied. Then I watched an interview with her today where she was like, that sentence was taken out of context. Like, What context was that in that doesn't make you an asshole? So she was like, I was joking. We were talking about, I forget what she said they were talking about, but she was like, Oh, we don't pay taxes because they had paid like a ton of money and allegedly paid a ton of money in income tax. And she's like, oh, yeah, we don't pay taxes. Only the little people pay taxes. And then Mm -hmm. but I don't think that's I don't think that's how that went. I think she was being serious. It's clear that she was being serious. She doesn't strike me as someone who would be telling a joke even. No, I don't seem like an awful person. You're not funny. Yeah. No, I think it's like you're in you're awful. Yeah, no, I think she was pompous, pompous, very pompous. Mm-hmm. When the trial was happening, Leona Helmsley's lawyer urged the jury to not use her personality against her. And I quote, I don't believe that Mrs. Helmsley is charged in the indictment with being a bitch. She should be. They should make she... that a crime. Put, put that on the federal books right now. I would love to bring a couple of charges of being a bitch against some people. She is a bitch. 
Sorry. Helmsley claims, though, if she were a man, that no one would call her a bitch and she would just be a man doing business. Well, you'd all, yeah, but then you'd be an asshole, too. It's like well, business, yeah. business people suck. You'd still suck. There'd be a different name for it. You'd be an asshole. You'd be a dick. You'd be a bastard. Yeah, there's a different name for it, and they probably would have accepted her more at this time because people love to lick the boots of the corporate elite. Um, but that doesn't make, that wouldn't make you better. No. You still were. Absolutely not. You still were shitty. Absolutely not. Yeah, no, she's. Still terrible. No good person breaks stuff in a restaurant and then makes the employee beg for them to keep their job. Right. That's an awful person thing to do. Well, and a good person also doesn't evict their grandchildren out of their home. And a good person, I don't know. Yeah, you have a track record, lady. Of being shitty. All right? So just like... A good person doesn't buy clothes, personal clothes, and then charge it to their business to make the business pay for it. Take whatever label society gives you at this point because mm-hmm. you deserve it. Well, the jury did take her personality into uh, they took her personality into effect. Um, and I, I think they should. Like the little people t- pay taxes thing was actually really what put the nail in the coffin for her. But a lot of people, they interviewed a lot of employees. They interviewed a lot of people who had worked for her in the past, and they all just were not singing her praises. They all were saying, like, that she was really terrible, and that did influence the jury. Well, she also objectively did the crimes. So it's like... Well, she did. It's like, it doesn't... They don't have to take your personality into account. You are awful. You should know you're awful, but... You also just, like, did the things they're accusing you, you of. You did. So... Even though she will, like, say all the time, like... I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And it was really interesting because in the interview I was watching with her today, she was like, well, let's say I did do it. You really think because I charged three items to my company, three items that I should go to jail? $20 million, lady. Yeah. It was Those are some expensive million items. Dollars. All right. You were yeah. buying, you were renovating your home and then taking the company's money. So, yeah. So, yeah, no, you don't get to do that. You didn't, like, buy a Costco hot dog meal, all right? It's a little bit more than $1.65. Not a sponsor, Mm. but that's how much the Costco hot dog meal costs. The jury delivered the guilty verdict after six days. She was found guilty for a conspiracy to defraud the United States, three counts of tax evasion, three counts of filing false personal tax returns, 16 accounts of assisting the filing of false corporate and partnership tax returns and 10 counts of mail fraud. She was acquitted of extortion. And if she had been found guilty of extortion, she actually would have went to jail for the rest of her life. Leona Helmsley was sentenced to 16 years in prison and it did end up getting reduced. She got a new lawyer and then it, it didn't say what it got reduced. To. I couldn't find what it got reduced to. Originally it was 16, and but then it did get reduced. She was ordered to report to prison on tax day, April 15th, 1992. Oh, man. I love some poetic justice. Uh-huh. I, they totally did that on purpose. Like, I feel like they did it on purpose. She was fined $7.1 million for tax fraud, and then she also had to pay back $1.7 million in federal and state taxes, which is annoying because she's a billionaire. So this is a not that's not that big of a deal to them. No, I'm sure like, she was fine. And they got to, obviously, are there, their hotels are still around? So they ended up selling the hotels. Okay, well, that's, um, there we go. That's good, at least. Yeah, the hotels ended up being sold. 
Um, because from what I understood, Harry Helmsley didn't have any children. And then I'm going to get to it, but she is not super close with her children, her grandchildren. Oh, really? Yeah. But she only kicked them out of their house. Well, wait, it gets worse. So oh then, um, yeah. So I think they ended up selling the Helmsley Palace Hotel to like a prince or something that I forget where, but then the government of that, then that prince's government ended up taking control of the hotel, but the hotel is still there. It's under a different name. Okay. Yeah. Well, at least they don't get the it's name. Still, yeah. Um, she was released from prison on January 26, 1994, and she only served 21 months of her sentence. Damn bitch. So, like we were just talking about, after she got out, the hotel had been sold. I think that it was sold while she was imprisoned, if I'm thinking correctly. In the 21 months? I mean, I guess, yeah. Maybe, maybe it wasn't. I would need to double check that. But anyway, the prison got, I mean, the, the hotel got sold after she got out of prison. Um, Harry Helmsley died in 1997. This gave her control over other hotels that he had owned. Um, and in... This made her like I think the richest woman in America at that point because she Oh my like, god. Yeah, like their um net worth was like five billion dollars. And I'll get to that. I, I do mention that, but yeah, they were like so rich. Um in order to regain her image, this is one good thing I will give her. In order to regain her image, she did donate a lot to charity. You can't buy good graces. Well, that's true. That's what rich people try to do now. They're just like, well, I donated all this to charity, but they probably like own the charity and are just funneling the money back in. Well, some people do like that. Like with the Clinton Foundation. Yeah. I will say that like, you know, when Hurricane Katrina happened, she gave a lot to Hurricane Katrina relief when... um. 9-11 happened. She gave a lot to the New York Fire Department. Um, so there were some things that she did that it was like, okay, that was actually helpful. Thank you very much. However, it doesn't make her a good person. Yeah. Um, Leona Helmsley died of heart failure on August 20th, 2007. Her and Harry have a mausoleum that was built for them for $1.4 million, and it is 1,300 square feet. That is the size of a home. It's uh, bigger than my house. Yeah. By a bit. I think that is your and mine apart, mine's apartments together and still maybe not. For two dead people. For two dead people. Must be nice. When she died, her estate was estimated at $5 billion. When she died, she left $12 million to her dog, Trouble. <laughs> You're... Your dog does not need twelve million dollars. Your dog wants to wants to run outside and and shit on grass, <laughs> which you can do for free. Your dog doesn't need twelve million dollars. So they, I forget what exactly it was, but they, the dog did not end up getting twelve million dollars. It ended up only getting two million dollars. Oh, it only got the dog only got two million dollars. Great, great. What is a dog going to do with $2 million? It was to help take care of him. I can take care of a dog way cheaper than that. Yeah, me too. Give me the dog. Yeah. All right? And then when Trouble died, she wanted him buried with them in the mausoleum. But I guess it's against New York State law to have human bodies and animal bodies buried together. So he had to be cremated. Did they put the ashes in there, though? I think so. All right. Okay. 
It's a lot of trouble. Should we steal that dog? You think we can? If you want all hell to break loose. What do you mean? I think you'd be getting in a lot of trouble. I just, I kind of want that, I kind of want that dog's ashes, That's fucking bro. weird. Okay. Um, what's funny though, when she died and all that money got, went to her dog, the dog got a bunch of death threats. I could see why. Yeah. That's a rich dog. I'd be like, if you're going to steal a dog, that's the dog to steal. What else, what other dog is going to have a ransom attached to it that's in nine figures? True. Um, so when she died... She did leave $5 million to some of her grandchildren, which is less than what the dog got. Great. Um, So the deal was that they would get this money as long as they visited their father's grave once every year. And they have to sign in. They have to sign something that they were there every year. Um, But only two out of four grandchildren got this deal. The other two got nothing. It's like, fuck you. Literally. And then they, there's something that they were required to sign. Something, there's something legally that they're not allowed to publicly talk about it. Oh, an NDA? Yeah, maybe. No, that like the two that didn't get anything aren't allowed to talk about it. I feel like, I feel like you can't do that. Like if you give them nothing, you can't. Yeah, you fuck you, Grandma. Your it. estate is worth $5 billion, and you're going to leave $12 million to your stupid dog and none to me? Yeah. Fuck off. And I'm pretty sure it was probably because she just didn't like their mom. Wow. Yeah. So she even found a way to be an asshole in death. Yeah. Yeah. So there has been some content, more than this podcast, to come out about the life of Leona Helmsley. There are several autobiographies. Uh, sorry, several biographies. Um, in 1990, there was a TV film called Leona Helmsley, Queen of Mean. Um, I think I did forget to mention that people called her that. No, you mentioned it in the intro. Yeah, but then I forgot to mention it later. Oh well. But because she was because she was such a bitch, people called her the Queen of Mean because she was a queen in the ads. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, it was this Queen of Mean movie, TV movie was nominated for an Emmy and a Golden Globe. I did not watch it. I thought it was a documentary, and then I started it, and I was like, "Oh, this isn't a documentary," and then I turned it off. Um, there is also a musical about her. Oh, I've seen Mean Girls. Yeah. No, it's called The Queen of Mean. I know. Obviously, Mean Girls isn't about Leona Helmsley. Obviously. So some dreams do come true. And in the case of Leona Helmsley, her dreams did. Leona always dreamed of being wealthy and having an extravagant lifestyle. And she got just that. However, not all dreams come without sacrifice. Leona's horrendous behavior and shady business dealings ended her right where she belonged. In prison. Yeah, and then the ground. And remembered poorly. And a $1.4 million fucking muscle. And that's our episode for today. If you liked what you heard and you want some more, you can go check out our social medias. We're on Facebook.com slash White Collars Red Hands. We're on Twitter at White Collars Pod. We're on X. Thank you very much. Is that what it's called now? They changed the Twitter logo to an X. They did? Elon Musk is ruining that company. Hold on for when we get our Threads account, but this y'all. Is when it's- yeah, supposedly they're changing again. I don't know if it's changed not on the app, but on like the desktop. But like huh. in the coming days, no more Twitter, just an X. I think it's still called Twitter, but instead of the bird, it's going to be an X. I don't like that. Yeah, it's a bad idea. 
All right. Well, we're also on Instagram at white uh, white collars underscored red hands. Um, we're on TikTok at white collars red hands. We're on YouTube at you guessed it, white collars red hands. Um, if you want a free way to support us, you could subscribe to our YouTube channel, but you could also leave us a rating. We love a five star rating, a five star review on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts, but we also love our honest review as well. And if you want another free way to support us, is tell a friend, tell your friend you love this podcast. Maybe they'll listen too. And if you want an unfree way to support us, go to our website whitecollegeredhands.com and click on our merch tab and buy some merch from T Public. And then if you hear of a white collar crime story that you think we should cover, send it our way. You can DM us on any of our social medias or you can email us at whitecollarsredhands at gmail.com. We tried to do a fan submitted episode every single season. So yours could be next. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. Yeah, the only thing I'd say to do is uh, if you've already left us a review for the podcast, you've already you've already given us a five star rating. Um, steal your parents' phone, steal your grandparents' phone, your friends' phones, uh, log into their podcasting service, and just uh, put five stars in there. Um, Absolutely, because we're not rich, so we can we can we can lie a little bit. And plus, I'm telling you openly, so you know, mm-hmm. lie. <laughs> and I think that's it. So thank you so much for listening, and you'll join us next time. We'll see you next time. On another episode of White Collars, Red Red Hands. Hands.